Zimbraconda is a proud supporter of Wisconsin Badger Athletics. If you're looking to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Honda, buy local. Part of the Madison community since 1973, Zimbraconda's customer service is second to none. Experience it today for yourself. Shop local. Shop Zimbraconda. ESPN Madison presents Lead Her Forward, a celebration of National Women and Girls in Sports Day on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Broadcasting live from the ESPN Madison studio, here's Molly Brown. This is Lead Her Forward, ESPN Madison's celebration of National Women and Girls in Sports Day. I'm Molly Brown, alongside Devin Robinson, who is a junior middle blocker for Wisconsin Volleyball, the best Wisconsin volleyball team. Oh my gosh, insane. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, so basically, I just kind of want to get a little bit of your background. Like, tell us how you got to Wisconsin. How did you choose Wisconsin? I know you're originally from Ankeny, Iowa, mm-hmm. so you're not a Hawkeye. No, definitely not. Was there any possibility of you becoming a Hawkeye? No, because my dad was a basketball coach for Iowa State, so he was like, no, you can't be recruited by them like at all. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. I have family in Iowa, so I'm a big mm-hmm. Hawkeye gal but love the Badgers more but um so how did you get to Wisconsin like what what's your journey um well first I because we come from a like a basketball household Mm -hmm. so um my dad was like for me and my brothers we all played basketball like my brothers still play basketball and I was like oh like I'm gonna go to the WMEA like I'm so ready for this and then one day in third grade when we lived in Houston Texas my dad took me to a volleyball clinic and I was like I don't want to do this like this is stupid like I don't want to do it and I remember vividly this one ball that was going to the ground. Like, the whole camp, I was sitting there, like, my arms crossed. I was like, I don't want to do this. But there was this one point at the very end where a ball was going to the ground, and nobody was going for it. And I dove, and I, like, bruised my hip. I don't know if I got the ball up or anything, <laughs> but I was like, wow, that was that was great. And then my mom, like, signed me up for a club and all that stuff. And then we moved around, and, and we... I went to high school in Ankeny, Iowa, and that's where I kind of took off, I feel. And that's where I was recruited by um, Kelly Sheffield. And I don't know, when I just got on campus for my visit, I, this sounds so cliche, like I was like, oh, like this is just right, like I need to be here. And I don't know, this is kind of how I got here. Awesome. What's some of your favorite things about UW? Like, because you've you've gone here since you were a freshman, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, what's some of your favorite things about the campus, about the school, everything? Um, for me, I feel like it's just the atmosphere, like the people here, especially like the fan base for volleyball is insane. Like people lining up down the street every game day, and especially this past season, I think we broke like a record for the decibels of how loud it was in there. Wow. And it's just like, I don't know, it's just an amazing place to be at, I feel. What was it like, um, you guys had your big game against Florida this mm-hmm. year at yeah. the Kohl Center. Mm-hmm. That was absolutely crazy. I feel like you guys could fully book out the Kohl Center for mm-hmm. every single game. Like you said, there's a line down the street for yeah. every single one. What was that atmosphere like? Uh, honestly, it was like amazing. I was like, wow, no way. All these people are out <laughs> here for me. And it took me like 30 minutes to get from my apartment to the Kohl Center. And the Kohl Center's down the street from where oh I live. Gosh. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, oh, like, why is there so much traffic? And my fr- all my teammates were like, Devin, there's 17,000 people like here to watch us. I was like, oh yeah. But like, I don't know, it was just amazing to see the support for um, a women's sport like that. For sure. And you have a coach in Kelly Sheffield who mm-hmm. is a big proponent for equality for women. Um, equality for women's athletics, specifically volleyball, being on air, on TV, just as much as men's. What does that mean to have a coach that fully supports the equality of women? 
Um, well, he um, makes that a point like every day. He's like, make sure you're speaking up. Like, if we don't speak up, like he wants to turn us into strong, powerful women, not just in volleyball, but like in life in general. So it's like in every meeting, every practice, like if you have to speak up, he wants you to stand up tall and stay in the front of the room and like project. If you if you whisper, he'll make you start over. Mm-hmm. And I, don't know, I just feel like that's such a good like I may be uncomfortable at some points, but it's just a good environment to be around and support system to have for sure and like with your teammates how do you guys kind of support each other as female athletes you know because like I feel like I look at you guys at your team and just think these are such awesome badass women Mm -hmm. like watching even your guys's last run like yes you didn't make it to the national championship but still like the way you guys just crushed it you had the environment you had the home environment here just do you guys do you think that you and your team are changing the landscape for women's sports? Like, do you guys feel that when you're around each other? Yeah, definitely. I just I don't know. I forget that not everyone is like six four. You know, like especially coming into like this internship, I came here and I was like, <laughs> oh wow, like I'm really tall compared to everyone. You're in literally the a foot taller than me. <laughs> Legit. Yeah, and um, I don't know. It's just a great space to be in. Just like tall powerful confident women and it's just we all give each other that confidence on the court and like outside of things like this like I remember telling my team I was like oh yeah I have an interview for an internship they're like yes like crush it like you badass girl like you got it I'm like oh okay like yeah it's like it's nice to have that built-in team that's always going to hype you up I love that we are speaking with Devin Robinson of the Wisconsin volleyball team um also take me back to that national championship Oh, yeah. What what was that like? Honestly, I low-key was like, I blacked out playing that game. Like, I remember I couldn't hear anything until, like, the last, like, final points. But it was just amazing because, like, most of the people in there were cheering for Nebraska. But, like, hearing, like, just, oh, oh, from each side, you know, it was just insane. And then that final point, like, literally, I don't know just tears screaming especially because um, we had to redo the last point yeah I don't know if you remember but um, I don't know just winning it twice in that night was pretty awesome that was awesome mm-hmm. um, so in terms of school you're a communications major and you also have your certificate in sports journalism mm-hmm. what are some of your aspirations for like post graduation post volleyball do you want to go pro volleyball where what are your aspirations with all that um well hopefully after we win another natty i want (laughs) to go play pro overseas for a little bit and then hopefully come back and do some stuff like sports broadcasting or like i don't know behind the scenes work i just want to be around sports love it um and then your father you said he played collegiate basketball, and he is also a collegiate basketball coach currently yes. um, at Cincinnati State, correct? At Cleveland State. Okay, Cl- yeah. Cleveland State. I got to get my Ohio <laughs> stuff right. I am sorry. Okay. Um, but what is that like having a father or a parental figure in athletics? Like, what does what has he taught you through your life, and does he kind of provide the same things that like Kelly Sheffield does in terms of like being a strong woman? What's that like? Well, I just feel like, I don't know, it's similar to Kelly, but it's, like, completely different because, like, that's my dad, and he was always, um, I don't know, supporting me. He's like, if you want it, like, dream it, do it, and he would always get me in the gym or was like, Dad, if I want to, I, like, I used to run track, and he'd get up with me at, like, 5 in the morning to, like, help me practice my long jump or get in the gym for basketball, and and even when I went home this past winter break, he was like, if you want to get in the gym, 
to like touch some balls while with our volleyball team yeah. like that would be I can get that for you and I was like okay it's just nice to have a father that like supports me through everything you know and that he's such a like outspoken guy and just like I don't know I want to be him when I grow up I love that oh my gosh that's so awesome um and what's some of your best advice that you could provide to women girls in sports whether they're looking to further their athletic career or like you said sports journalism like Mm -hmm. any girl that wants to go into that what's some of your best advice for them honestly like you you can do it like you like don't tell yourself like oh i'm not supposed to be here it's like yeah you are like you are here for a reason if you want to do something go out there and get it done because no one's stopping you just because you're a woman doesn't mean anything you can do it better than a man yeah and some advice for yourself Mm -hmm. what would you give if you could go back Mm -hmm. give yourself some advice younger you whether that's your first year at uw beyond that what's some advice that you would give to yourself Hmm. Advice I give to myself. That is a really good question. Um, <laughs> I think I would tell myself, especially my sophomore year, do more things that scare me because I would not like participate in class as much because I was scared of sounding stupid or like there were other like opportunities I could have done, but I just didn't want to because I was scared of like not looking like I belong there and I just would have told myself like just do it just throw yourself into it like it's not as scary as it seems for sure I feel like that's something as women too that like Mm -hmm. we're scared of doing you know like I feel like men so often can just go do it because Mm -hmm. they don't have any fears but like especially being in a male-dominated industry with broadcasting or even athletics like Mm -hmm. that's I feel like that's something that's so important to just do things outside your comfort zone and just take the chances and do it, right? Yeah, definitely. And last question here. What are some of your favorite memories at UW other than the national championship? Because I will take that one off the table because I feel like that's the easiest <laughs> answer. What are some of your other favorite memories here? Um, I think one of my favorite memories here at UW, can I say like when we got our championship rings? Oh my gosh, of course. <laughs> okay. That's when awesome. We, when we got our championship rings um, this past season at our home opener, like that was amazing hearing the crowd like go crazy. And honestly, every time like in the starting lineup when they call my name, just the love that I feel from the crowd is pretty awesome. Do you think with like the success that the volleyball team has had too, that that's kind of changed mm-hmm. people's opinions about women in sports? Oh, definitely. Especially like with last year or yeah, last year in the national championship mm-hmm. when we had the most viewers that it was like 1.8 million people Crazy. and then 18,000 people there. Like, you know, more people are knowing about volleyball and seeing just how like athletic you have to be to play this sport absolutely i'm literally i I told you this before we started recording but i was trying to ask you about like your cardio routine because i will like this past year i watched you guys and i'm like how do they keep going how do you guys not look gassed you guys still look like pretty you have great hair as you're like jumping blocking all the things and like it's just insane how athletic you guys are and I think the volleyball is so awesome and just your guys' team in general is just awesome to watch so um, lead her forward ESPN Madison celebration of National Women and Girls in Sports Day will continue after this thanks so much Devin thank you you're listening to Lead Her Forward a celebration of National Women and Girls in Sports Day on 100.5 ESPN the ESPN app and Wisconsin On Demand ESPN Madison celebration of National Women and Girls in Sports Day continues. This is Lead Her Forward on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand.
This is Lead Her Forward, ESPN Madison celebration of National Women and Girls in Sports Day. I'm Molly Brown alongside Casey O'Brien, junior forward on the Wisconsin women's hockey team. That's exciting. And Layla Edwards, who is also on the women's hockey team. And you are a freshman. Holy cow, you're young. Kind of just give us a little bit of background into neither one of you are from Wisconsin, which is crazy to me. How did you guys both choose Wisconsin? Where did you come from? Give us all the all the details. Casey, how about you first? So I was born in New York City and both my brothers played hockey and my dad was a house league coach and so I basically wanted to do everything that my brothers did and that's how I got into hockey but my family ended up moving to the Boston area and so that's where I grew up and as Boston kids know it's you know <laughs> likely that you stay in the area for college but um, the first time that I visited Madison I told my dad right on the spot this is where I want to go um, there was no coaching staff no fans no teammates like the ones that I met here and from that instant I knew this is where I was going to come to college so cool how about you Layla yeah I grew up in Cleveland Ohio and my dad played he was pretty good so he kind of made my my siblings and I play but now I'm not mad at him for it anymore <laughs> I started figure skating and then I transferred over to hockey, which I think was the right decision. Interesting. So I know it was the right decision. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I when I first visited Madison, I felt the exact same way. I came for a hockey camp and I was like, I don't see another campus trumping this one okay. or the coaching staff. And then I knew the academics were good. And then the t- history of the team and their success was also just another bonus. Awesome. And you also have a sister, Shyla, who is also on the team. She's a senior, right? Yes. Um, did that motivate your decision to come here at all? Yes. It had a little to do with it, but not as much as everyone thinks. <laughs> oh, really? I just think we had similar like goals and aspirations and thought that this was the best place to achieve those. Oh, cool. For hockey, I'm not super well-versed in hockey. I won't try to pretend like I am, but like, how different is the state of Wisconsin for hockey? Like, are people, I know you mentioned the fans, that they're diehard, but like, how diehard are they compared to other places in the country? Like, when you guys go travel for away games, what is it like in those environments versus being in Wisconsin? So, like, when I say that we have the best fans in women's college hockey, we, like, hands down have the best fans. We have, I'd say our demographic is older people um we're not getting as many students as we'd want to to the games but it's mostly the same people at every single game and for example um in 2020 my freshman year was the covid year so we couldn't have any fans um anywhere we traveled that could have fans we had more fans than the home team did so we had these this i'll shout out bill and lisa this couple (laughs) who have come to every single one of our games they always stay after to talk to us um they not only care about the hockey but they care about us as people and i don't think any other women's college hockey team is getting the kind of love like we do okay very cool how about how about you like what do you think about just the difference in um women's hockey specifically in the state of wisconsin compared to other places like when like even in cleveland i mean that's a cold weather state was it was hockey a big deal there at all or like coming here it just was something different yeah hockey it's like fairly big in cleveland but mostly just men so i played boys hockey until i decided to go to a prep school okay for in rochester new york called bishop carney and that yeah i would have stayed in cleveland if they had options but there's like hardly any options for women's hockey and once you get older you can't keep playing with the boys it doesn't work like that so 
Yeah, so, and then coming here, just in comparison to everywhere else, the fan base is also another reason why I was like, Madison's the place, because it's just so fun to play in front of a huge crowd, and then, like Casey said, sometimes we've traveled and had more of our own fans than the team's <laughs> fans that we were at, so it was pretty cool. Interesting. Did you kind of face those same adversities or, like, challenges, too, with, like, different teams or did they have women's teams in Massachusetts for you to be able to kind of grow up playing in? Yeah I think Massachusetts is probably one of the biggest hotspots for women's hockey Um, at least at the youth level there's plenty of teams plenty of competition Um, but I remember growing up and going to games at different beanpot schools and there just wasn't a lot of love for the hockey teams there not a lot of fans and then you go to a game out here and it's sold out like so many people care about the players about the team and it's it's not really comparable I think even though the youth hockey's might be better out east like there's nothing that compares to UW Madison Mm -hmm. I know that you mentioned like just the whole idea of you were on men's teams until you literally couldn't be anymore which is crazy (laughs) to me that that's still a thing and like I said you're 19 years old crazy um but like hockey does tend to be thought of as a male dominated sport um like do you think that women like you guys or even your teammates are kind of like shifting this narrative with how successful your guys' team has been I mean Wisconsin's program is a fantastic program for women's hockey do you feel like you guys are kind of a part of a change and like towards the future what do you think yeah I think we definitely are um growing up even like playing with the boys like Um, All my teammates would, you know, mention how, like, girls hockey is kind of a joke. But I think now when we get to, you know, interact with our fans, I think the coolest thing for me is being able to see young boys um, coming up to us and saying they want to be like us because, you know, you always get the young girls who have us to look up to. But it's really cool to see that gender gap um, closing. Um, And I think that with the pro league, that's it's starting to increase its salary cap and everything. Mm -hmm. I think everybody's starting to pay a little bit more attention. And I'm glad that we can be a part of that change. For sure. Yeah, I thought the exact same thing when it was our first home game of the year. Like a little boy came up to me and asked for my signature. And it took me a second. I was like a little surprised. I never expected to see that, especially because my teammates as well would say, you know, women's hockey is a joke. It's nothing like men's hockey. But to be able to, I think, shape a different perspective for young men, too. Definitely for young women. But to see, like, young men coming is just awesome. I love that. Um, what do you think some of the biggest challenges of being a female in hockey have been? Like, throughout your life, whether it's your collegiate career, growing up in your youth leagues, anything? I think there's just not that many, like, really good female hockey players in I just think like for guys you know it's really common that they leave high school and go play for like the USHL or the BCHL one of the juniors leagues but we don't really have that because there's not that many players Um, so we have the pipeline straight from high school to college where I think if we could grow the game more and get a lot more players um, there'd be a lot more attention just because with the leagues um, more opportunities to go pro and get more development in different leagues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think if things keep going the way they have been going on the right path for women's hockey, I think more girls will feel more comfortable joining the sport. I think it's probably a little intimidating because they may hear like their peers talk about how it's mostly for men. So there's fear in starting a sport that is predominantly male. Yeah. But I think once they see it, to, it grow more and you know more rewarding for a successful woman, then they'll feel more motivated to join. 
For sure. And I'm curious, too, with all of, like, the changes with the NIL stuff, how have you guys seen, like, an effect on your team specifically? Not necessarily, like, for just you two, but, like, any of your teammates? Have you noticed that, like, oh, there's people getting NIL deals in women's hockey, like, or has your team really not been touched by that at all? Or, because, I mean, it's like we look at the football team and look at how many NIL deals are right there. Like, so I'm just curious, what does that look like for women's sports at UW right now? I think when NIL first became a thing, our team didn't do much to, you know, like speak up for ourselves Mm -hmm. or reach out to any companies trying to get a deal just because we figured those teams like men's basketball, football, men's hockey would be the ones getting those deals. But um, I actually this past summer had an internship with a sports marketing company where my like whole role was just to reach out to companies around Wisconsin and see if they wanted to do an NIL deal with somebody. And it happened that we got one for the women's hockey team for 10 players with Quick Trip. And so just to see that they initiated that deal and they wanted to do to do that with women's hockey players was, I think, eye opening for a lot of people because we didn't think that you know, people cared enough to want, you know, like us to be part of their brand. And so I think um, hopefully that our team that kind of opened a lot of eyes and will be able for other companies and for us to reach out and try to make something more for NIL deals. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's been great. Um, I think myself and a couple other teammates have had NIL deals, which are a great step into like putting more light on women's hockey. And it shows that they care for us you know, to progress in our sport because the more attention, then Mm -hmm. the more, you know, maybe the more people that join, the more revenue we get. Absolutely, yeah. So I think it's a great thing that the NIL has been, you know, what has it been, two years or like a year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great step into bettering the women's sports. Awesome. Um, And then also your coach has obviously been super successful at UW. Um, six champion national championships, I believe, that he's yeah. won here. That's crazy. Um, how do you think that he's been kind of a leader and mentor to all of you guys? Slash, like, how has he been able to empower you guys as women? Like, does he, like, kind of make you feel like, hey, we are awesome women that are strong and we do this crazy sport that people don't think that we're capable of doing? Like, do, how, does he, how does he empower you in your sport, in your life, all of it? I think a lot of coaches um, love to take credit for team success, love to be really involved, um, really aggressive. But Coach Johnson is the absolute opposite. He likes to sit back and he puts a lot of trust in us um, and lets, you know, us kind of do our thing until, you know, he feels the need to, like, step in and help us. And uh, I think that helps us all get a little creative on and off the ice. And so I think it's powerful to be able to play with a coach who's a legend and he puts so much trust in his players. Um, it really means something to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And just to see someone who's been so successful in the sport like, and to be coached by him, it's definitely an honor. And I think the way his coaching style instills confidence in us, like Casey said, he lets us you know, do our thing, play freely, I think is a great way to like play your best style of game. Well, Casey and Layla, thank you both so much for joining me. Just so excited to see what all you guys do at UW and beyond. So um, love seeing women in sports and specifically women's hockey. I think it's so awesome. Like I said, I don't know a ton about it, but I love it. I want to learn more. I want to watch you guys everything. Uh, This is Lead Her Forward, ESPN Madison celebration of National Women and Girls in Sports Day. And that continues after this. 
Celebrate National Women and Girls in Sports Day with Wisconsin Women's Basketball on Sunday, January 29th. Find tickets and more information about the day's festivities at uwbadgers.com. ESPN Madison presents Lead Her Forward, a celebration of National Women and Girls in Sports Day. Miss any of the show? Find the full show podcast available free on Wisconsin On Demand. We continue on with Lead Her Forward, ESPN Madison celebration of National Women and Girls in Sports Day. I'm Molly Brown, back at you, alongside Maddie Wilkie and Hallie Douglas. They are both players on the Wisconsin women's basketball team. Welcome, guys. Thanks for coming in. Um, This is super exciting because I feel like, you know, women's basketball isn't necessarily always talked about when it should be. Like, it's an exciting sport. Um, So kind of give us a little bit of your background. Maddie, you're super young. You're a freshman. Are you redshirt freshman, correct? Okay. And you're from Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. Yes. Give us a little bit about how you came, like, how did you decide to come to Wisconsin? Did you know that you always wanted to stay here? What's that like? Um... My recruiting process was definitely different with COVID, um, but I decided to stay home just to, I grew up in Wisconsin, so I was always a Badger fan, um, and I just wanted to change the program, and like hopefully young girls in Wisconsin now can like look up to me and follow in my footsteps and want to stay home too. So that's kind of why I decided to stay home, and obviously the Big Ten is like a really good conference, so just being able to play like the best competition every game, and then the girls on the team were also a very big reason of why I decided to stay home. Awesome. And then, Hallie, you're from Lake Forest, Illinois, correct? Yes. But your dad played here yeah. um, as a guard from 87 to 92. Mm-hmm. Did that kind of influence your decision to become a Badger? Yeah, I think a little bit. But um, my dad, I, my whole family basically came here. Like My dad and my mom both did, and then like all my siblings. So um, when I was going through the recruiting process, I kind of – Wisconsin was always kind of the top of my list and I wanted to come here. Right. What were some of the biggest things about Wisconsin that really made you be like, I'm going to go there? Like, you did you come to the campus? You just felt it? What, what was it? One thing I love about Wisconsin is that when you're here, like, everyone is a Badger fan. Like, you don't go around and, like, like other schools, you, like, go around and you're, like, not really fans of the college that's around, but, like, Everywhere you go, you see someone with a W on. You see, like, Wisconsin. You can go up to someone with a Wisconsin shirt on and go, say, go Badgers. And everyone, it's just kind of like a, I don't know, it's just like everyone cheers and roots mm-hmm. for the Badgers. And it's just kind of a cool environment that I wanted to be a part of. For sure. Uh, for me, it was kind of just a family atmosphere. So, obviously, I live 50 minutes away. So, just having my f- friends and family come that have watched me since I was little. And then kind of exactly what Hallie said, um... And just, like, the whole sports, like, Wisconsin sports is, like, everything is good. And just, like, all the facilities and all the, like, different things, like, from the weight training and, like, all the little things that no one really talks about, like, what we have here compared to, like, other schools. Like, we just have so much more opportunities. Mm-hmm. Isn't this so weird? I feel like Wisconsin is one of these schools that, like, you will travel anywhere in the country and you will see, see a Badger fan. Yes. Like, it's crazy. So, like, that whole fan environment that you're talking about, like, you can see it everywhere that you go. It's wild. Yeah. Were were we in, like, St. Thomas? We went for, like, a trip, and we would run into people, and they're like, oh, like, we'd be on the beach before our game. They're like, oh, like, my my aunt went to Wisconsin. (laughs) So it was, like, really small world, but it feels really cool because I feel like no other place there's, like, that kind of support. Right. Mm. Um, So take me on kind of a journey of you guys becoming collegiate athletes. Like, what was your 
recruiting process like? How did that even come about? And like, yeah, you're from Wisconsin, but you were from Beaver Dam. Mm-hmm. For people that don't know, Beaver Dam's a town of like 17,000 people. It's tiny. Mm-hmm. How do you go from that to coming to a school like UW? Yeah. Um, well, my both my parents coached since I was born, so I kind of grew up around the game. And then I also had an older brother who I really looked up to because um, I kind of just followed him everywhere. Um, and then just being from a small town, there wasn't a lot of people that went to play Division One sports, mm-hmm. um, and very like not even girls. If it were, if it were, it was like football. Um, so I always looked up to our high school girls because my mom coached them, um, and I kind of just wanted to be the first one. And like I wanted the young girls to look up to me because I looked up to the high school girls when I was young. So I just kind of wanted to set the tone for what people from, especially girls in Beaver Dam, can do. Because a lot of times we're from a small town, we kind of get overlooked. And even like with my high school team, we were really good. But everyone always looks like the Madison schools, Milwaukee and Appleton, and Beaver Dam just kind of always overlooked. So to be able to come from a small town um, and to play for Wisconsin, like I'm so proud to be able to do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and like same type of thing, kind of. Um, I mean, I was around a lot of girls. Like, honestly, like my coming up, like I. A lot of my friends were athletes. I used to play soccer, and, like, a bunch of my best friends were soccer players. And my grade, it was, like, a lot of girls that went on to play Division One ba- or soccer, basketball, other sports. Mm. And I think that was really cool just because I remember, like, my signing day, it was, like, mostly girls, and there was, like, a few guys. But I think that was kind of cool because it really put, like, in our town, like, the emphasis on, like, how good, like, female athletes are and, like, how good we can be. I love that. What have been some of your guys' biggest challenges as females in not only basketball, but just athletics in general? Have you guys faced any different adversities? One thing, like, growing up, kind of, I was always, like, I played soccer, obviously, a lot, but I was always a little weirded out. Like, I didn't want people to know I played basketball that much. Like, I wasn't very, like, I was like, oh, I played soccer, but I also, like, I didn't really talk about basketball as much because I thought it was more of, like, a guy's sport and like I just was kind of always had a weird like a little self-consciousness about it and that's something like I always think about and like wish that I didn't have that like growing up even high school like I wish I had a different mindset about that my whole life so that was one thing I wish I could have changed. I guess for me um, I was always very competitive when I was younger (laughs) so like at recess I'd be with the guys um, but I just feel like I always had to do extra to like show that I was good. <clears throat> so like I had to win everything in order to be like oh wow she's like for like in elementary school it was like we raced so I, if I wanted to be considered fast like I had to win everything and like with basketball like I always had to be not just good but like really good um, which has helped me to get where I am today but I feel like guys it's like you're kind of just seen as like oh you're athletic but girls have to do like so much more to be seen and even like today like we'll be walking around campus or like just like going to our games like if we win like or score a lot of points or like have dunk or have really good moves then like people people will say like oh she's really good but I feel like if you're a guy in your division one athlete they already like assume like oh he's really good mm-hmm. so it's just kind of that struggle of like having to prove yourself every day um, and you can't really have an off day because you usually get judged more for the bad days and the good days for sure and I know that you said that coming to Wisconsin a big part of the reason you did was because you wanted to change the program Mm -hmm. how do you think and I feel like 
probably everybody that's on your team wants to change the program, wants mm-hmm. to make it a better program, everything. How do you think that you guys can do that? And slash, like, how do you think you can change the landscape and the opinions of women's basketball? I think one of the biggest things is, like, having a group of girls that, like, really believe that we can change the program, and that's one thing. Like, I think this year our team, we have a lot of girls that are really bought into changing the program and doing what it takes. Um, but, I mean, the changing people's opinion is only going to happen with when we start winning games and when we're one of the best teams. So that's kind of something you just got to – we have to stick together and, like, believe in ourselves and know what we're capable of, and then eventually people will start – agreeing with us and like being our fan but until then like we just have to believe in ourselves because eventually the fans will also come like how they do with men's sports but mm-hmm. we just believe in ourselves i would agree too um i can already like obviously we're together all the time so we see the change happening um but a lot of people expect it to happen like so fast like they expect us to get all these wins right away but it's like really hard um People don't quite understand that, especially being in the Big Ten. Like, every team is really good. Um, So a lot of people just be like, look at our wins and losses, but it's really happening off the court. Um, And I agree, like, we have a group of girls that are really bought in, and, like, we've gotten so close this last month. Um, And then for just people to come out, I think just getting to know us as people, because I feel like, I mean, we're all really different. Um, as a team and then once we start winning too like they'll come and I think it gives us hope with the women's volleyball team because they're very good and mm-hmm. like they have so many fans so just seeing them succeed like gives us hope mm-hmm. that like when we start winning people will start to come too. Right and you also have a female head coach in Marissa Mosley mm-hmm. um, what has that kind of experience been like because I mean she's probably faced very similar adversities in athletics as you guys have what is it what has she kind of taught you as a leader and just kind of motivated you as women in sports Uh, I think for me I used to be like very quiet didn't really speak my mind and she's very big on communication so since last year she's very big on like in practice and off the court like I've been really comfortable using my voice and speaking up for what I believe in Um, and just like having her as her coach like she's very empowering and inspiring so I think for me the coolest thing about having a female coach is just like seeing her use her voice and like out in the community like I'm like I can do that someday like my voice actually matters like whether it's in sports or off the court like I think that's really cool and then just like her past experiences like knowing that all the her like resume with UConn like I want to coach so like just seeing that I can be a female coach and be successful. Yeah, I kind of agree with all that, but just, like, the way that she's, like, instilled confidence in us on and off the court, I think she just does a good job of showing that we are really capable of really doing whatever we put our mind to, and she does a really good job of speaking her mind and standing up for what she believes in, and that's something, since I've got to college, I've learned and grown a lot in just from learning from her. Awesome. And I know that you're both super young, Maddie, especially. <laughs> I feel like you're so young. Do you guys, I know you just mentioned coaching, but do you guys have aspirations within sports following graduation or like where are you guys heads at with that? Uh, I want to play professionally. I would love to play overseas just to get a different perspective. And I love traveling. And then I want to coach too or just stay in the sports world. Um, but I don't know. I'm kind of open to anything <laughs> really, but... Sports is just, um, 
I just always love sports and just like meeting a whole bunch of different people through sports. So wherever that kind of takes me, I'm willing to go <laughs> anywhere for that. Awesome. Yeah, same thing. I mean, I've thought about coaching and stuff like that, but I want to, I don't know if I want to coach yet, but I definitely will do something with sports. Like I just love being around sports. I know sports better than I know anything else. Like right. that's just been my whole <laughs> life. And yeah, just like the people you meet in the sports world, it just, I love it so much. So I'll definitely do something awesome. that has to do with sports. Love it. Well, Maddie and Hallie, thank you both so much for joining me. This is Lead Her Forward ESPN Madison celebration of National Women and Girls in Sports Day. And we'll continue after this. Celebrate National Women and Girls in Sports Day with Wisconsin Women's Basketball on Sunday, January 29th. Find tickets and more information about the day's festivities at uwbadgers.com. You're listening to Lead Her Forward, a celebration of National Women and Girls in Sports Day on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Welcome back into Lead Her Forward, ESPN Madison celebration of National Women and Girls in Sports Day. Joining me now, Emma Jaskinek and Gabby Green of the Wisconsin soccer team. Love it. I used to play soccer, but I would never want to go one-on-one against you guys, not going to lie. But you guys are both seniors, and you're both captains. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. Uh, how special is that? Like, is that voted by your coaches? Is it voted by your teammates? How does that work? Um, voted by teammates. So cool. I think, I mean, no just to the coaches, but I think that's even honestly more of an yeah. honor being yeah. recognized by your teammates as someone they can go to as a leader on the team. So mm-hmm. it's a really special I think title to have yeah I was gonna say especially for me like um like just having your like she said your teammates vote you I think is even more special than your coaches because coaches will sometimes just like choose their favorite players but it actually means that you're respected by your peers and like they look up to you and it's not like you're just like not like another teammate but it's like they actually respect you and will come to you for advice which I think is different than what other teams have for sure. Um, and Emma, you're from Menominee Falls originally, right? So how did you kind of decide to stay in state? I, I think I read a thing on like some bio <laughs> thing on you and it said that you committed to UW at the age of 14. Yes. Is that yeah. legit? Like, yes. So wh- I, there's actually my mom like tells this story all this time. So when I all the time when I was like, I don't know in fourth grade maybe I was like so do I just tell them I want a scholarship <laughs> like ever since I was little I've always known I wanted to come here like my great great grandma went here both my grandparents went here both my parents went here my brother went here so it's I've just been like a legacy so like when they offered me a spot on the team so it was my freshman year of high school I was 14 at the time I was like yep I'm coming like that is crazy mm-hmm. when like, I had committed here Emma was I think one of two that were committed in our class already and I had no idea who she was and the coaches were like yeah emma's but we knew she was gonna be a badger forever like she's just been coming to camp since she was little we knew we got her oh my gosh that's amazing yeah. and and gabby you're from austin texas correct am, yes so how did you kind of like start your journey to wisconsin why wisconsin how did you end up all the way up here yeah. so i used to live in ann arbor when i was super young so i grew up a huge michigan fan so always knew i wanted to go big 10 kind Kay. of loved big 10 sports everything about it yeah love the midwest and then my brother actually played football here so oh, when cool. he came on visits or I would just come with him and loved Madison, loved the school, the culture around everything in the athletic department. And then honestly just kind of worked out that coaches recruited me and it just happened. Yeah, it was That's great. exciting. So how does that recruitment process work for both of you? Like, I mean, you were obviously super young when it happened, but like, what's the process of getting here and being on the team? 
So I was going to say my process of recruitment is different than I would say most, like, female athletes. But so because I was so young, like, I was only getting looked at by, like, other Big Ten schools. So, like, for me, like, if I was not going to go to Wisconsin, like, I'm going to California. Like, I'm not saying, like, nothing (laughs) in the Big Ten is even comparable to Wisconsin. So I just, like, did camps um, growing up. And so, like, they'd been recruiting me since I was in, like, seventh grade. so that's pretty much how I just like ended up here and I like talked I think to like two other schools but like since I like knew I wanted to go here I was like what's the point and I'm like very happy with my decision so (laughs) awesome how about you mine's a little different I would say I never came to a Wisconsin camp which I think most girls on our team have Mm -hmm. at this point so I think I'm kind of a oddball on that one that I never came to a camp but um my recruiting process was more so like through my club team which a lot of girls do that as well so play at a high level club team you go to national showcases throughout the year and you can talk to the coaches now there's age restriction and everything like that so the games change a little bit but um just my recruitment was more so through like national tournaments and my club team and stuff like that okay so, i was just gonna like add to that a little bit they did have like restrictions but we could still talk to the coaches but i remember like my coach would have to like my coach, so Paula, would text my club coach, and my club coach would text me, and he's like, call her in five minutes, and I'd call her, and then, like, I'd, like, wait five minutes. If she didn't answer, I'd call her again, and she'd be like, oh, sorry, I was on a walk with my dog. But, like, they can't <laughs> yeah. call you back. So it was always, like, these, like, weird things that would happen. I, know, I have a memory of, like, Interesting. one of our assistant coaches is Tim, and I was I had a call with him. I was at a friend's house. I was like, I have to call my coach at 5 p.m., I don't know. And so I called him, and he didn't answer, and I was like, okay, like, I got to wait, because he couldn't call me back. And I, yeah. I think I called him 12 times. <laughs> Like every, and I just like left a message. I don't know if Tim even remembers this, but I think I left a message every time. Like I'll call you back in whatever time because he was at his daughter's gymnastics meet. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's crazy. So how much has that changed now with like NIL deals and kind of the door being more open? Not necessarily like fully open, but like how has it changed? Like with recruitment. Yeah, like so, all of it. So I guess for high schoolers, the new rule is like there's absolutely no communication, like no through, not anything through club coaches until your junior September 1st of your junior year so it's like wow. so for me like I there's like no possibility that I could have committed and I mean for me like I'm glad I committed early but like looking back on it like I was 14 I didn't know what I was yeah. to do with the rest of my life like that was what like six seven years ago seven years ago like that's crazy like I shouldn't have planned that out that far in advance so, like I think the new rules are both a safety for the kids the kids and the coaches just because also like Paula didn't know what I was going to be like five years from now and so she like bet on me and I bet on them and it like happened to work out but I think the new rules are in place to like prevent like things from I guess slipping out of place Mm -hmm. and like for NIL um does your team have anything going right now do you individually have anything going right now and like how do you do you see differences in like the way that women's sports are approached at UW in terms of NIL versus like the men's sports or like what is that like um, I would say definitely for sure. I don't know, maybe not necessarily through the university, but mm-hmm. maybe the opportunities that bigger name male athletes have. Um, I think you could probably find that anywhere, though. That's not just Wisconsin. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I would say probably the bigger name, you know, your football players, your basketball players, whatever it is, have probably more opportunities than a women's soccer player. Yeah. But um, I would say that's probably more so anywhere. For sure. And, like, do you guys think – I know that 
soccer isn't typically like the biggest sport in the United yeah. States. I feel like it's definitely getting bigger, which is cool. Yeah. Um, and also with like the success of the U.S. Women's National Team too, right? Like, Absolutely. There's so much that people are realizing that, hey, women's soccer is really freaking cool, <laughs> right? Yeah. Do you think that the success of those women that are so high up is helping you guys? Like, is it generating more of a fan base for you guys like are people excited about women's soccer what do you think there I would say absolutely I mean they've always been amazing and ever since we've been growing up I've watched them play and watched them succeed on the biggest stages but I think they fought have fought for a lot of equality and Mm -hmm. have done amazing for themselves but also for the younger generations falling behind them so that's been really cool and like an honor to be kind of a part of but to watch and to kind of reap the benefits of that um but I definitely think that their success and their fight and their drive to have kind of equality in men and women's sports have definitely helped I don't know, encourage people watch us or support us in a sense. I was going to say, I think women's soccer is like one of the bigger women's sports in the United States. Um, and I think that, like you had mentioned, the U.S. Women's National Team has definitely like paved a path for us. And like growing up, like always like every kid's dream is like playing the national mm-hmm. team but it's like that like helped push me to like play harder and like get to like the d1 college level and stuff like that so i definitely think that the things that they have done have helped improve the sport for everybody cool and you also mentioned your coach um paula wilkins how do you think that having her as a female coach as well who's probably gone through like very similar things that you guys have gone through too like in this sport how do you think that she's kind of motivated you or empowered you as female athletes growing up like I always had guy coaches mm-hmm. and so when I got to college like I rem- I vividly remember my first game I was playing because I graduated early so I was like it was in a spring game and all of a sudden I hear like somebody screaming my name from the side and I'm like oh my goodness I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna get benched and I look over and she's yelling good job and that's like not something that I've had before so I think having like a female leader they're just like so much more encouraging because they know what we're like going through as like female athletes and like Paul played college soccer as well so like she knows exactly what we're going through so just like her encouragement and like her pushing us is like different than what I've had in the past and I like really enjoy that Mm -hmm. yeah I think not only Paula has been in our role she's been a division one athlete played soccer at the highest level she's also an amazing coach and knows so much about soccer but I think she also cares about us as people Mm -hmm. it's been I mean we both through been through hardships in our four years here but I think Paula truly cares about us as people and has helped me grow at least in like my confidence and how I approach certain situations or how I feel about myself. So I think she's a big influence and a great part of kind of pushing women's sports. Awesome. I was just the one thing I was going to add to that is like going back to the captain thing. Like I don't think I'd be like a captain without her because I remember like my sophomore year and she was like, Emma, like you're going to need to like step up in new roles and she's like teaching me different ways to like learn things about my teammates and like learn how to push like individual people differently and like I'd never had that in my past I'd been a captain on my club team but like my coaches just told me to yell at people and that's like not how you like get people to be better which I never knew until she became my coach yeah Mm -hmm. I think Emma and I have had very different journeys I think playing soccer here she's been a starter all four years and deserves all of that I was not a starter I was on the bench I was I've been a starter and then gotten benched before and so like I have very different um I think perspective than Emma does and we both provide I think a lot of different value to our teammates and I think Paula definitely encourages that as well to being like we can hit different people in different ways and I think that's Paula has 
always talk to us about how we yeah. can reach different people in that way as well. Yeah. And I think we can take that into our life as well as beyond the soccer field. Awesome. I love that. Thank you both so much for joining me. And thank you guys at home for listening to Lead Her Forward ESPN Madison celebration of National Women and Girls in Sports Day on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. This has been Lead Her Forward, ESPN Madison celebration of National Women and Girls in Sports Day. Miss any of the show? Find the full show podcast available free on Wisconsin On Demand.